Is the risk necessary? You know why it's worth it and it's necessary? Because of the mission. The world needs the gospel. Dr. Nixon Nang, Director of Every Nation Leadership Institute, asked this question to the pastors and staff members in our monthly staff meeting. If the pandemic made us realize that meeting online as a church is possible, do we still need to meet together physically? Not even technology can mimic the design of God for the church. Welcome to the Leading Together podcast, where we take an inside look at how we develop a leadership culture at Victory and Every Nation Philippines. We believe that leadership is best done together, and that's why we do this podcast. We hope this helps you lead better together. I'm Ryan. I'm part of our creative team in Victory and Every Nation. And I'm Elle, a campus missionary from Every Nation Campus. Today, we are going to discuss the importance of meeting together in church. The pandemic has sped up the development of digital innovation. According to a new McKinsey Global Survey of Executives, their companies have accelerated digital interactions by three to four years. This shows that much of our world today has shifted to online platforms due to the pandemic and the limitations on physical interaction. This is also seen not only in businesses and other industries, but also in the church. Our worship services have shifted to live streams because we cannot gather together for months. Thankfully, after around two years, the world around us has adapted and developed ways for us to meet together safely. In this podcast, we will see why our church prioritizes gathering together physically. Here's the message from the director of Every Nation Leadership Institute, Dr. Nixon Nang. How many of you were just, I'm still trying to recover from the worship time. Did you enjoy our worship together? There's just something about coming together and gathering. There's so many intangibles that happen, something you cannot even put into words. And Bishop Manny, thank you for that word. Um, I feel like when Bishop Manny was speaking about how there's so much disorder uh, around, but when the word of God is spoken, it brings order in the midst of disorder. And just as I was listening to Bishop Manny, I just felt like God was preparing all of our hearts, all of us, as the word is preached this moment. That when the word is spoken, order will, be, will uh, replace the disorder that we have. Uh, and how even in our current situation, I don't know about you, but it's uh, around about March 2020, when this pandemic, well, it started December 2019, but in March 2020, we felt the, the effects of this uh, pandemic. We're in one of the most, I believe, one essential characteristic of the church was taken away from us, which is what we call the gathering of the called out ones. And my hope today is we're going to go back to the Word of God. But before we go to the Word of God and talk about this, this essential nature, one of the essential nature of what it means for us to be a church and to gather together, I would like us to do a certain activity together para meron naman kayong participation. No? Para hindi na kayo nakatingin sa akin, may response. So we prepared a Mentimeter, no? And so, what we want you to do is there's going to be a anong tawag dun sa magulo QR code that will. <laughs> di ko alam nung tawag. 
Meron doon yung magulo. Yan, yung QR code. Nasaan yung QR code? There will be a QR code shown here. Hirap pala, no? Here on where, where I'm pointing. And if you can, quickly, uh, alam ko yung iba sa inyo, maybe watching on your phone, pero okay lang ba? I, ay, paano nyo nga pa? Hindi ko alam. Na, nalito na ako. Paano, basta kaya nyo. Gawan nyo ng paraan. Okay? Gawan nyo ng paraan. Punta kayo dyan. And of course, ang makikita nyo are choices. No? And let me explain the choices to you briefly. From a fully on-site, let's say, um, in, when it comes to church and even our work setup, no, dito sa every nation. I want you to choose. Ano bang mas gusto niyo? Anong preference niyo? Kasi para ma... Alam niyo ba yung idea of crowdsourcing? Yan. Kina-crowdsource natin. Ano ba yung pakiramdam ng every nation Philippines no? and victory regarding or slash victory about our work setup, about the church gathered? So, may choices kayo? Fully on-site? Mostly on-site. Pag sinabing natin mostly on-site, it's ano, um, kumbaga, mo, uh, more days on-site than online. Diba? Kasi naghalo na tayo, nag-fully remote tayo eh. Pero pag sinabing hybrid, parang 50-50. No? Okay ako, sana 50-50 na lang. Pag ganun dito ka, skewed ka over here, mostly online, meaning more days online sana kaysa sa on-site. No? Okay lang sana yung paminsan-minsan, no? like a key meeting like this. No? Sino sa inyo na-appreciate nyo itong worshiping together? Grabe, no? After natin hindi magkasama, lalo na nung nagkaroon ng ECQ, and then we gather together. Alam mo yung nag-gather kami sa church sa Pasay, halos maiyak kayo nung nag-worship kasi naramdaman mo ulit yung coming together of the saints. And yung ba sabi nga ni God, I, am, I dwell in the, the, the presence of uh, the praises of my people. And then, fully online or remote. So, okay lang ba? Ah, pag, pakifil, mabilis lang yan, isang radio button lang yan. Okay? And then, odds, pwede ba natin makita yung result? Yan, para real time. Makita natin kung nasaan ba tayo as a as every nation PH, as victory, where are we at? And I, siyempre, um, what we want to do is to, to do somehow a crowdsourcing. Sino ba sa inyo minsan, especially for the preachers, no? Whenever you prepare a message, you try to understand where the people are at so that you could speak to them. And so that's what you call crowdsourcing, no? So meron na ba? Yan. Oo, kitang-kita nyo. Yan behavior. Wala kayong... Ayun! Yun, no? Grabe. Victory, victory tayo. Ano tayo? Skewed to the... Ano natin to? Skewed to the left natin. No? Skewed to the left tayo, which is what I somehow anticipated. But I did anticipate also that ang big part natin is mag-hybrid tayo. No? Now, in as much as crowdsourcing is important, diba? you look at the... You source the crowd... My appeal for all of us, even for all of us small group leaders or all of us who are reaching out to people, in as much as crowdsourcing is important, the crowd as the source should not shape the way we do life as a church, the way we respond to the Word of God. What should, sana hindi, although, eh, sasabihin ng iba, eh, Pastor Nixon, eh, di ba importante naman yung naiisip ng crowd and where the crowd is at? So may I propose that though we have data like this, sana, I am for crowd sensitivity. 
but I would not be crowdsourcing. Hindi sila ang source. Ang source pa rin natin, katulad sila ni Bishop Manikina, our source is the Word of God. The Word of God is what will shape the content of our message. Our crowd, it's not crowdsourcing, it's scripture sourcing. Dapat ang preaching natin galing scripture. And from scripture, we from the content of scripture, we speak the very words of God. And then, meron tayong crowd sensitivity, which is make, which we, what happens is we make adjustment in the way we deliver. Diba? In the way, yung tone ng delivery natin. Nagkakaroon tayo ng empathy, no? Nagkakaroon tayo ng konting, ano, uh, understanding, because of our understanding of where they're at, we try to adjust our delivery. Of course, can I just qualify that though, categorically? Although we want to adjust our delivery, there are certain delivery system that the Bible also has spoken of na kailangan uh, informed by Scripture. Now, we cannot just go and do whatever we want in, in the name of delivering the message in a very creative way, in the, in, the, in the name of creativity. I just want to qualify that. But what I'm just trying to make sure of is all of us, Although, oy, nawala na. Although yung crowdsourcing natin kayo, or dito, hindi to crowdsourcing. Eh. Siyempre kayo mga disciples kayo. So, ang mangyari is that what I want to do is although lahat tayo, and I really am encouraged by the fact na skewed to the left tayo, most of us want to gather together. There's a sense of wanting to be together. But the thing is, we're going to go and dive into the Word of God because this is what we're going to do. We're going to put Words from the Word of God, we're going to put words in what we feel. Sometimes kasi pag nag-fill up tayo ng survey, how many of you have done that? You filled up a survey based on what you feel, not really based on what you really know and how you can reason out of. Diba? How, what, yung wala yung, hindi mo pa fully ma-reason out, ramdam mo lang siya, kaya mag-fill up ka ng isang survey. Today, this is what I'm hoping to do. As we look at the Word of God, I hope that when we talk about the gathered ones, us gathering, we will be able to reason from the scripture because this is one of the essential nature of the church. That we will be able to put into words. Pag may nagtanong sa inyo, sino sa inyo may nagtatanong minsan na, talaga magagather na tayo? What about the risk? Have, has anyone asked? Is, 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 is the risk necessary? Kamusta naman yung benefit? Has anyone asked you of that? Asked you that? No? Now, of course, with such a short time given to me, you know where I'm going with this, for those of you who know me. With such a short time given to me, we know I cannot give you a comprehensive answer to all of those questions, but this is what I'm hoping for. That as we dig into the Word of God, the starting point of our conversation is not what the crowd is thinking, not how the environment is shaping us, not our fears, but what will shape our conversation moving forward as we go to 2022, as we talk about the gathered church, it will be informed by Scripture. Are you ready for the Scripture source message? Dun tayo magano. So with that said, let me, if you have your Bibles with you, come turn with me to Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. And I hope you have your Bibles handy with you because I'll be reading from Scripture that I did not put in the anong tawag dito? keynote because I would want us to really look at our, the Word. No, So, in Matthew 16, verse 18, it is said, 
And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let's pray. Father, may you anoint the preaching of your word. And just like what Bishop Manny said, just like what was said a while ago, may it bring order to a, to a time and a place or the, where there is a sense of disorder among us and among our people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Okay, so all of us are very familiar with this verse. I'm going back to the first mention of the, the word church. And what I'm going to do is this. First, I'm going to look at the definition of the church. And then I will go to the description of the church. And hopefully, and lastly, give a bit of a prescription. Coming from the essential nature, one of the essential nature of the church. And so, the very word that is important here is this word. And alam ko, pag in-square ko to, many of you who are preacher will say, Pastor Nick, saan pa rin bumaba ka na? Ako na lang ang magpipreach. Kabisadong-kabisado ko na yan. Yun yung nararamdaman ko kasi I'm preaching to preachers. Pero give me a chance, no? So with that said, let's look at this word, church. Now for many of you, which is not new to all of you, this word is from the word which is the Greek word ekklesia. Which, is, which means, uh, ek means out of, and kaleo is to call out someone. Para lumapit. Para hindi sila maka- Leo, kaleo, at sila yung lumepet. Kasi pag minsan, nawawala sa word, lumeleo, kailangan lumapet. So, di ba when the Holy Spirit comes alongside of you, para alongside, kaleo. Bakit? The Holy Spirit comes alongside of you, puts His arms around you, para hindi ka makaleo. Nilelepit ka niya kay Lord. Di ba? Bakit kay Lord? Kasi nasikin niya na ang lehet. Yun. Alright? Anyway, going back. So, seriously though, okay, seriously, sabi ni Pastor Gilbert, I'm now, uh, nagsisisi na ako, no? Si Pastor Nixon ang nandito. Okay, so, so ecclesia. So, really, the definition of this one is the gathered, uh, the gather, gathering of the summoned, summoned or called. So, ang question ko, Tingnan niyo yung room, tingnan niyo yung Zoom, or tingnan niyo, ay, iba pala sa inyo, or yung mga nasa ano, on-site, sino sa inyo? Pag tingnan niyo, surrounding niyo, cold kayo, cold. Mukhang cold. Oh, malamig. Okay? So, Ecclesia is the gathering of the summoned. Now, with, this is what we're going to do. I hope that starting from, as I mentioned, this very important word, gathered. This is where I'm going to bring out all the points from the definition and from the word gathered, which is one of the essential, um, uh, essential word that, that defines what a church is. This is what I'm hoping. Every conversation we have, no matter how difficult it becomes, no matter if the pandemic will let up or will let down, whether that be uh, even in the, old, uh, old, uh, in the ancient time in the church, alam mo sa ancient, ancient times, even in the history of the church, the pandemic was not the only thing that tried to stop the gospel from persecution to prison to pandemic. There's many things that have tried to stop the advancement of the kingdom of God. But just like what I said, the gates of hell 
will not prevail against the church. We are already on the winning side. And all of our conversation, all, what was, must shape our thinking must be on the basis of we are already on the winning side and that this should inform the way we plan moving forward. Kaya napapansin nyo, pati yung work setup natin, by next year, two times na tayo, at least two times nasa office. Why are we going that, that, towards that direction? Because this definition is informing those conversations. Ang ayaw natin is our conversation is informed by our fears. Nako, huwag tayong magkita-kita. Nakatakot. Diba? Sana hindi, sana hindi yun yung pinanggagalingan natin. Sana pag nag-uusap tayo, dito tayo nanggagaling. So with that said, let's talk about when we say the word gathered, what do we really mean? Well, at the most superficial and simplistic sense of the word, a gathering, number one, is at least, means this, shared location. At the least. Yan na yung pinaka-superficial meaning ng eklesiya. Meaning, pag sinabi nating church, pag sinabi nating church tayo, one of the essential nature of the church is that we gather in one location. In fact, we have a slogan in our EN culture where we say, we are better together. Not knowing somehow that the word together in its original form is actually together. So pag sinabi natin, it is we are better together, what we're really saying is we are better together. Bago. Diba? Yeah, that's our culture we're saying. And how many of you know, even the experience just a while ago of worship, and hearing the word, it was so much better than us on a screen. Subukan mo, paghabang nag-ano sa screen, pumalakpak ka mag-isa. Imagine mo ba yun, yung nagpapalakpakan lahat, nandun ka sa bahay. Nagsisigaw niya, ikaw, yeah! Tapos yung mga kapitbahay mo, ano nangyayari doon? Ang hirap. Tapos pag nagsasama-sama tayo, this becomes somehow in a way a sacred space where even externally we are caused to go and, and worship. Pero pag sa bahay, anong tempted tayo? Game na. Staff convergence na. Tapos <laughs> may chips, di ba? Panalo, panalo. Yay, paso money. Ganon. Pero iba nun nandi... How many of you felt the difference... of the sacred space. Iba yung sacred space ng gathered church. Iba yung nagsisimulate ka and we try this at home. Yung naglalagay ka ng parang boundary tapos kahit sa bahay man lang para may sense ka kasi ECQ yung pag, pag na-cross mo yan sacred, sacred space and, wala yung sound ah. but that's what I'm imagining. And then when you enter into that sacred space you're standing up and you're worshiping. Kahit screen lang siya. How can we create that sacred space at home? How do we create that? Pero ibang-iba, pag pumasok ka sa gathering ng ganon. You know why? Because one of the essential nature of the church is shared location. The sense of this word, even in its usage, in literature, outside extra-biblical Script, uh, literature in the days of the Word of God, in the days of the Bible, in biblical times, the sense is shared location at the minimum. 
Siyempre, ito yung argument natin. May technology na ngayon. Ang ganda na nga ng technology. Para kayong nag-gather na rin together. Kaya nga, di ba, uh, zoomustahan na. Kasi pag nag-zoom, para magkikita-kita naman kayo. Which brings us to the second nature of the church. Shared location, by the way, again, like I said a while ago, when you look at the word, is the most simplistic and the most superficial. It is a means to an end. Yun yung entry point mo, yung definition ng ecclesia na yan, entry point pa lang yan. As you look at the church in Acts, you gain now not just a definition of ecclesia, but a description of ecclesia. And that is where we go to the next point. From shared location, actually shared life. Kasi it is possible to share location and yet not share life. Have you ever experienced that? In your offices dati, before you worked here or even in classrooms or very casual gatherings, locations can be shared without life being shared. In the biblical sense, and if you look at the trajectory of the church coming from its first mention to the moment it was birthed in Acts chapter 2, and we are given a picture of the church. You know what the church looked like? It says, there was the apostles' teaching. Wow. Sabi ng iba ngayon, okay na. Pwede na tayo kasi may podcast na. But it does not stop with the word being spoken or taught. Hindi lang podcast. Kasi kung yun lang, dapat, kung yun lang, if the totality of what the church is, is just the preaching of the word, which is very important, and there's primacy in preaching, then sana okay na tayo kasi may podcast na eh. Pero, if you look at Acts chapter 2, verse 42, if you kindly turn with me there, it says, and I'm sure many of you are very much familiar with this verse, let me read it to you. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, number one, and the fellowship, and the breaking of the bread, and prayer. Worshipping God, the breaking of the bread, remembering what Christ has done, worshipping Him, lifting Him up, praying to God, and also fellowship. Now, alam ko yung sasabihin ng marami, kaya nga may zoomustahan na ngayon. Ang ganda na, may video na tayo. Almost, you can see people, you can hear them, even the, sabi nga nung iba sa akin, Pastor, pag nag-zoom ka nga, pati yung non-verbals, nakikita mo na pati yung tone of voice. Kasi alam naman natin sa communication, words are not enough. Pag nag-text ka, tonohan mo yung text, minsan galit ka na, di ba? Sino sa'yo may nag-text sa'yo, tinonohan mo, galit na galit ka, yung pala, nung iba nagbasa, okay lang naman pala yung text, di ba? Pero, sa, sa technology natin ngayon, hindi mo lang binabasa. It is possible for you to what? To look at the non-verbals and everything. But, how many of you know, although that is present, and it could possibly we could possibly share life. It's very limit- limited. Limited siya. Bakit? The one thing, well, the two things that you cannot do in a Zoom, that you can do when you're here, is two things. Smell and touch. To touch someone. Pag ang isang tao may sakit, pwede mo bang sabihin, alagaan kita. Okay, nahirapan ka? Okay, sa Zoom lang tayo ah. Tayo ka. Na, ngayon, iakay mo yung sarili mo sa CR. Kaya mo yan. I believe in you. Ang hirap eh. Hindi, totoo, di ba? Pero paano mo ginagawa? How do you take care of someone? How do you touch someone's life? 
by being present. That cannot be done by Zoom, but it could be done in the sense of the gathered church. And that's why even Paul would say in Romans chapter 10, ang hirap, gusto ko mag-impart sa'yo, but I cannot just impart using letters. Do you know that panahon pa ni Paul, hybrid na? Yung nakita nating sa Mentimeter na hybrid yung pinakamataas? Tama lang, bakit? Hybrid na tayo, early church pa lang. Paul was already doing hybrid ministry. But in the midst of the hybrid ministry, and in the midst of the, the, the advent of technology, Paul would still say this. Always in my prayers, verse 10 of chapter 1, Romans, asking that somehow by God's will, I may now at last succeed in what? What's the word? Coming to you. For I long to see you and my, that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts to strengthen you. That is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I am very blessed to be amongst people of faith. When I am with Bishop Manny, housemate ko yan sa Asbury for three years, with his spaghetti. Niluto ang kami Bishop, di ba? Spaghetti. But it's more than the spaghetti. It's just being with him, being mutually encouraged by each other, which will not happen if we were just in Zoom. Diba? How many of you are glad that you were able to talk to someone, heard their story, and then be, were able to touch them and pray for them? Iba versus narinig mo lang sila from the screen. Two-dimensional. Because shared life is important. Last but not least, ito pa yung sinabi ni, ni, ano, ni John. Second John chapter 2. Second uh, John 12. Kasi isang chapter lang pala to. Though I have much to write to you. Pwede naman sulat lahat. Pwede naman i-text lahat. Pwede naman i-zoom lahat. Though I have much to write to you, I would rather not use paper and ink. I would rather not use ones and zeros. Kumbaga sinasabi niya. I hope to come to you and talk face to face so that, listen to the word, our joy, listen, if, are you reading it? Our joy may be complete. Alam mo, I've, been, I've been thinking about what does it mean for joy to be complete? Ano ba ibig sabihin? Kulang ba yung joy? And then, as I think about it, when you, when you are on the phone, when you are in, in Zoom, nagtatawanan ba kayo minsan? Diba? Jokes. Tama? Okay naman yon. Pero kulang, diba? Pag nagtawanan kayo na magkasama na kayo, at syempre, pag good times, medyo mahirap pag-isipan to. But if you look at bad times and challenging times, it's so hard just to comfort someone. The joy is completed because now you're able to touch someone. See, that is what this has taken away from us. Shared life. The fellowship. Much of technology could mimic. Sabi naman iba sa akin, may nagsabi siya, Pastor, malapit ng ma- yung issue ng touch, mawawala na yan kasi meron na tayong virtual reality. Tsaka yung mga sa games ngayon, yung nanginginig-ginig, di ba? Kaya na natin yan. Do you know that virtual reality, if you think about it and study it, they derive the experience you feel from them from a previous experience. 
na real. If you haven't experienced it in real time, and then there's a virtual reality experience, you, your brains will not have the information to process whatever the VR is giving you. Which means, whatever technology can give us is preceded by a face-to-face, skin-to-skin, bone-to-bone, bone-to-bone experience. Not even technology can mimic the design of God for the church. And I know many of us will say, grabe, ang hirap nito, nakakatakot talaga. And ito yung sasabi ko sa... And we hear you. We have lost people. We have lost things. There has been loss. And I know some of us, kung tayo lang, okay lang, pero meron sa bahay natin na pinangangalagaan natin and we have fear. Pero ito yun. Kaya namin pinipreach tong word na to, if we're hoping that the, that, that the conversation comes from this starting point, not from the fear st- starting point. Dito sila tayo nang gagaling. So, paano natin gagawin? Oo nga, nakat. Pero paano? Anong gagawin natin? Tapos, ito yung pinakadapat sagutin natin. Yes, even if we venture to think about risking it, is the risk necessary? The answer is in the third point of what gathering means, which is shared labor. You know why it's worth it and it's necessary? Because of the mission. In the time of Paul, if you read the epistles, if you read Acts, the dangers of traveling just to plant a church, the dangers of shipwreck, of snakes, of being beaten up and being imprisoned, his life was constantly in danger. Do, you, do we all think we are the first one to face death and danger? Not so. Paul in his day said, and he would bring people with them together. Why? To gather. Because it's shared labor. That's the church. Kaya tayo magkakasama dito. Whether you're in admin, ENC, lahat ng ginagawa natin. And you might say, hindi, office naman kami. Kausapin mo na yung mga church. Victory Green Hills, magkakasama naman sila. Victory, sila na lang kausap mo. No. Do you know that every nation, Philippines, we exist to support what the church, by extension, we are the church. Pag nawala yun, wala, ano gagawin natin dito? We are actually the church. Lahat tayo. We are all in this together. We are all in this together. Because that's an essential shared labor. And if you think it was just in church history that people risk their lives, there's no time to talk about Cyrus, to talk about uh, Cyprus, I mean, Cyrus, uh, Daniel, and down to Martin Luther, where during the bubonic plague, he exercised caution in the midst of being with courage. See, is it really worth it? Is it really worth the risk? Yes. Because there is even a bigger problem than COVID. And that is sin. And guess what? 
the person next to you, not you, baka ma-pressure kayo. The next person next to you and what he does, make sure that the cure for the biggest problem in this world is brought to the people who needs it. Do we think COVID is the biggest problem? No. It's always been sin. And the church, the gathered ones, are the ones who come together to share a location, to share life, and to share the labor so that this world may get to know our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. That the cross may be preached. So let me leave you with this thought thought before I pray. You know, as a church, as gathered ones, I hope and I pray that we would have courage. I hope we pray to God for courage, tempered with caution, so that we could bring the cure for sin, which is the cross, to a world in need. The world does not need more vaccination or more medicine. The world needs the gospel. And as the church, we are the one who carries that, the cure for sin. So my prayer again as I close, courage tempered with caution as we bring the cure for sin, which is the cross, to a dying and a world in need. Let me just pray. Father, thank you for your word that you have spoken. Thank you for, first of all, calling us out. Lord, today we again marvel at the privilege that you would call out us out of darkness into your wonderful light. Lord, today we remember that this is a privilege for us to be called out. But Lord, thank you that we are not just called out into a blessed life, but we are called to share this life together and to share the labor of bringing the gospel to the ends of the earth. So God, pray that all of us will take that to heart. And in everything we do, may we give honor to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What an eye-opening message. Dr. Nixon's message helped us see God's design for His church. Let us act with courage tempered with caution as we continue to brave this pandemic. Here are some discussion questions in line with the message. 1. Are you open to gathering physically with the church? Why or why not? 2. Can you name two people you can share life with this season? We're grateful to God for the many opportunities we now have to meet together as a church. You are welcome to join us in our online and on-site worship services. Just check our website, victory.org.ph, for more details. Thanks for listening. If you would like to continue to talk about this, you can discuss this with your Victory Group leader. If you're not part of a Victory Group yet, you can visit victory.org.ph to find the church near you and get connected. If this has been helpful for you, or if you think of someone who can be encouraged by this podcast, you can share this with them and discuss it together. See you in the next episode of Leading Together.